You are listening to episode nine of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. Our guest is Jenna Rodriguez. On to the episode. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Denise. This podcast is for entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or working your business part-time or just looking for some inspiration, each episode you will hear the incredible stories of entrepreneurs from around the world. These entrepreneurs are subject matter experts in their niche. Want to show off your fan status? Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can be one of the first to listen to my latest episode, which starts right now. So grab your favorite beverage and let's talk about business. My guest today is Jenna Rodriguez. She is a transformational mentor and a growth strategist. And she can help you get your brave on. And she's going to tell us about that today. Jenna, how are you doing, my friend? I am amazing. Thank you so much for having me here. It's so good to see you again. <laughs> it is so good Time to see you happy too. hour. Yes. It, look, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a little on the early part of the day, but you know, <laughs> we can party with the five, five o'clockers. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I saw um, a meme and as we're recording this, we're still um, in the COVID-19 pandemic and, um, you know, kind of staying at home, safer at home, whatever the order is by um, our state and the area that we live in. But I've seen several memes that say, in quarantine, it's always happy hour. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So that has been, yeah. that has been interesting. The number of people that are kind of, you know, enjoying happy hour all throughout the day yeah. as they deal with the different <laughs> stresses that they now have. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It, I, we are definitely all picking our coping mechanisms right now. <laughs> yes, yes. So sure. speaking speaking of that, and we can get to later how you're kind of handling um, this newness of, because it's still new, we're still adjusting right. to this pandemic and dealing with our businesses. But I want you to first share your story. Um, how did this come about for you? And what how long you've been in business? What made you get started? Like, what was the need you were trying to address? And just kind of share a little bit about that with us. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, I'll do my best to do the short version. <laughs> it's a lot, <laughs> a lot of different iterations. I've been an entrepreneur now for 14 years. Um, but again, my, the business iterations have changed, have, have evolved. And before that I was in corporate America as a controller and consultant and, uh, and then before that, I was in like fashion design and makeup artistry and the creative fields and marketing and, you know, things like that. So um, I have a lot of multi-passionate directions in my life, uh, which I think actually helps me now be more uh, well-rounded and, and serve people in a um, kind of a holistic way because I've, I've done a lot of different 
Uh, I've seen a lot of different situations and circumstances and uh, scenarios. So uh, personally though, you know, and what brought me to transformational work is I've been on a journey of my own personal development and transformational work since I was a teenager, uh, which was, um, which was, what's the word? Um, I guess spearheaded because of, you know, some definite adversity and hardships. Uh, and, you know, the first one being my parents got divorced at eight, but, and then right after my, my mom chose a boyfriend that was uh, physically abusive to her and a drug addict and alcoholic. And so the domestic violence uh, was in our household for five years and I moved out at 14 and I couldn't be with that anymore. Uh, and so, and then there was a lot of other survival situations that I went into and, you know, and living on, you know, food stamps at times and um, not knowing where rent's gonna come from and, and just all of those kind of hardships that I know a lot of people might be going through right now, actually. Um, and, but from that, it became like, there's gotta be a better way and that, that, that moved me into a lot of knowledge seeking, a lot of like, how can I change my life? And how can I do it differently? How can I, you know, I don't like that. So what, what are my options? You know, how do I do it differently? So, uh, so I did, I started studying a lot, reading a lot. Um, and, and then I would jump in as in the last like 10, 15 years, I invested a lot uh, in myself and in mentors and programs and, you know, transformational work. Um, and, and now I get to, uh, metabolize all that I've learned and all that I've experienced. And I'm really good at, at, uh, pretty good at identifying patterns. Um, and, and so as a strategist, <laughs> um, I've been a business strategist obviously for many, many years, but now I'm really wanting to, you know, what I've found in business strategy and working with entrepreneurs is that, um, uh, which I still work with a lot of is that it's not, it's like 10% strategy. It's 90% emotional intelligence and behavior and mindset. And so uh, that's what I'm leading with now. Even if you want support around your, you know, your growth and your business and such, that's great. But who you're, how you're leading yourself is what's really going to make the difference. It's gonna, it's gonna be the make, a, make it or break it uh, conversation. And so that's really, you know, and I mean, and there's other, you know, ups and downs and failed business. The first business failed and had to file bankruptcy. I mean, I've gone through a lot of, you know, hills and valleys for sure. Uh, and what I have discovered and loved about um, my journey is that number one, I'm the guinea pig. I will run through the fire first. I'm the brave master. I, <laughs> I recently said, I guess I'm the OG brave master. <laughs> and, uh, and what brave really became for me is, uh, and what I identified in all of my adversity and challenge is that I, I moved through things bravely. I just found the courage to say what I needed, do what I had to, um, show up for what I needed to show up, get the job, you know, whatever it is to, uh, to, to move my life forward. And, and there's been different uh, phases and evolution of brave for me. And brave now means something much deeper um, versus like just showing up through and, you know, taking action through fear, which is part of it. Um, but it's really about facing yourself. It's about owning your stuff. It's about being real with yourself and, and being truthful and finding that true part of you, 
um, and outsmarting the ego. So I talk a lot about ego and a, a lot about our small story and um, our false self and, uh, and being able to strategically and practically identify those things is kind of my, my toolbox, you know, my, my way of approaching it. I try to give people pretty uh, practical tools um, to, to manage this mind, this complex mind per se. <laughs> but um, so brave and being a brave master and getting your brave on is really about um, personal ownership. It's about facing yourself. It's about going inward. And I think what we're in right now is the biggest opportunity to look inward and I'm doing the work along with everyone else. Um, you're either running from the work, you're either running from the ability to, to face all of the feelings that you're feeling and the stresses you've got and the triggers you've got and you know, all that. And you're just like, I, I'm good. I don't know what your problem is. Right. Or you're diving into the middle of them and be, becoming something so much more powerful and so much more resilient on the other side of this. So, uh, yeah, so that's what brave means. That's what brave masters. I, I, I was just, the reason that name came to me was I was calling my clients brave masters. I was like, you're a brave master. This is entrepreneurship's not the easy way. It's the brave way. Right. Um, but more importantly, a conscious human being being a conscious human being is the brave way. And, uh, and that's really what it's become it's evolved too. you know, it's not just about entrepreneurship, which I love entrepreneurship because I am one. Um, however, I feel like my, my goal in life is to help people, number one, um, uh, become the most conscious part of themselves, you know, right. And bring them from the, above the line of unconscious to conscious. And, um, and because inside of consciousness, we get to have more freedom of choice. There's more freedom in there, even though it may look more painful <laughs> to be more conscious. Uh, but I'm like, bring it on. Let's get our brave, right? <laughs> so yes. that's, that's where that all kind of ties together. So um, tell me this, what made you um, kind of go with mentor and strategist um, as opposed to coach or consultant? And I'm asking that question because a lot of my listeners, um, have um, expressed the fact that, you know, some people call themselves coaches and some people do this and not necessarily understanding the difference. So can you um, share with the listeners why mentor and strategist um, yeah. as opposed to coach? And we're not saying that coach is something negative. I'm just wanting no, to find I've out a little more about, <laughs> you know, um, you know what it is that you're doing. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I, uh, number one, I've, I've called myself all of it and I still basically call myself all of it. Um, and I think, you know, one thing I'm always saying is that words have definitions, but each of us give it the meaning, right? So if you're, if you're looking at, you know, do I call myself a coach? Do I call myself a consultant and mentor, whatever strategist, all those titles, right? They really don't mean anything other than what we say they mean. Um, however, uh, so therefore I've defined mine and, uh, and for me, I've, a lot of people call me a coach. I still resonate with that. Uh, and for me, coaching is not about, um, doing it for you. It's kind of like, I'm guiding you to your best potential, uh, and letting you, you know, you know, kind of be in that space, like cheerleading you through it. Um, and giving you guidance and uh, a consultant for me is a bit more training doing for you or solving the problem 
Um, and I've been that. I do that with corporate clients uh, now. You know, there's uh, they, and part of it is our marketplace resonates with different words, right? Uh, right. You know, it's kind of like you can call it what you want. I'm just here to give you the results that you're buying <laughs> or that you're paying for. Uh, mentor for me, uh, I just felt like, you know, and that really was probably in the last year I started using the word mentor um, because I do feel like where I do my best work is, is, is helping people, you know, be, I'm more of that sounding board. I'm more of that. I, I, you're in the jar, you're, you can't read your label on the outside of your jar. And so being the mentor, I can give you the reflection that you need. I can give you the insight that you need. I can show you the patterns that you can't see uh, and mentor you through uh, your options and your guidance, but help you find your own answers, right? And so it's, um, uh, it, so again, it's just kind of, I used coach and consultant for years and I was like, I want something else. <laughs> so I was like, time for a change, right? And transformational is definitely what I'm up about, up to, you know, it's what I'm all about is helping people transform, you know, who they're being and what they were to something that they want to become and creating that opportunity for choice and change. Uh, and strategist, I'm very, like, I'm very systematic. And so my brain works, I have, I'm 50, 50. I'm like I said, I used to be a makeup artist and fashion design. And, and so the creativity is always there, but then my linear, you know, left brain strategy systems, you know, numbers. I mean, I used to be a controller. So I, I like both those dualities. Um, so I do like to be uh, uh, the strategist inside of the mentoring. So I have the 14, I'm creator of the 14 uh, ego tricks. I'm the creator of the 14 egoic archetypes. Um, I have a detachment method that's seven steps, you know, so strategy comes to me really naturally. And, mm -hmm. and I think people resonate with how to, the how, right? Like step by step, give me the steps. And, uh, and so just part of my gift, I guess, you know, and other people have it as well, is I like to take things that are kind of esoteric and um, intangible, such as personal development, and then put a strategy around it so people can be, can have that practical tool, step by step, um, and systematic way of, of kind of, uh, you know, raising their consciousness and their emotional intelligence. So, um, so yeah, you know, it, it just comes naturally to me. I feel like I am part of my design is strategy and like helping people make sense of things in a logical, simple way, simplicity. Uh, but at the same time, I, you know, I'm very, um, um, I think in the, I, what would I call the mentorship? I think it's just about being, you know, in the moment and receiving, you know, the kind of the God-given message that you deserve and this is for you. And then you go do what is right for you inside of that. So it's more of that guidance. Um, and yet I love tools, right? So I yeah. bridge those together and here we are. <laughs> that's great. Call me a mess. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. So I was on a um, conference call yesterday and we're building a training program for coaches. And yeah. Um, it got towards the end of the call and I wasn't, I only had a little bit of time to deliver on what I was supposed to deliver on when we were going through kind of so that we can explain to these coaches that were training the difference between coaching and therapy, coaching and consulting, co just so that they know, because in the context that we're doing this, 
not only is that language important, um, but it's helpful to frame that just so right. that, um, you know, we, we don't get it just so that clients or, you know, they understand and know what they're getting. Right. And yeah. so when it came my time to deliver my part and I only had a few minutes, like you said about the strategy that kind of comes to me, the steps, I'm also visual, I'm a creative person. Right. And the simplest thing that came to me um, with this was thinking about a car, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking about a car. So if I need therapy and I'm thinking about a car, that therapist is like the mechanic right? doing the work, you know, that helping the car to get better. That's what therapy is like. Um, when I have a mentor, that person sits in the seat next to me, kind of like the driver's license test, right? And they like help me, you know, yes. like, oh, you're doing it, you know, but they've got this experience. They're so good at driving that they can teach someone else how to drive. Right. Right. And then the consultant is more of a chauffeur, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know how to drive, but since I'm able to, let me just get you to drive me around. Right. And right. then, so, and then coaching would be um, more of the GPS, right? Like yeah. I know my destination, I plug it in, but I don't yeah. know how to get there. So right. you're my turn by turn navigation to get me to the end point. So What's a I strategist? Just, a strategist would be I don't know. Maybe I hadn't thought about that one because in the context that we were doing, so you'll have to you'll have to help me come come up I, with that. <laughs> well, yeah. At first, I was like, maybe that's the GPS. I, when you first said coach, I was like, it's the guy in the back seat going, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, yeah, where would the strategist be? Um, maybe the strategist <laughs> could be the the GPS because you plug in your res the desired result, and then it's step by step. And then the, maybe the GPS is the strategy. Strategy, yes. And then the coach is the, vo the voice. The voice. <laughs> ah, that's it. That's right? it. Because I, I do. I coach people through the strategy, right? Yes. So maybe the GPS itself, plugging in the data, right, is the yes. strategist. But the voice of the GPS, the, GPS. you know, guiding you along the way. <laughs> and, the and, pulling, and pulling out what's already there, right? That's Please the recalibrate. Coach. Please recalibrate. <laughs> So maybe, rerouting, <laughs> rerouting. We're rerouting. That's the coach. The coach is the voice of the GPS. <laughs> so, that's great. That's, that's great. great. I love the car analogy. I, I like visual things as well. So it's pretty cool. That's great. I love the work that you're doing and um, to see you on social media and the, the people that you're helping. Um, what would be your advice to an entrepreneur um, that's dealing with this particular time and trying to figure out how to show up for their people. What advice would you give to be able um, to show up, not just now, but just as tough times come, right? Because we all have individual tough times in our life. Yeah. What would be your advice for uh, that person to show up for their people when times are challenging? I do think, um, I think there's a, a combination of transparency, authenticity, and leadership. Uh, and I think how that's done, of course, I, as a mentor, I'm like, what's right for you will be different than it, what's maybe right for me or someone else. Um, and, and I think, however, I think it is like have a point of view and have, um, 
uh, or be willing to be transparent about what you're going through. Because I think leadership is not by, you know, not being a dictator and saying, this is what you need to do all the time. It's about sh showing them the way and being the example of what you're saying to do. You know, so I want to, the way I show up is I'm, I'm an open book. I'm transparent. I'm, I'm honest that, you know, two days ago I was crying, you know, like, I mean, I'm feeling the heaviness, I'm feeling the, the stress and the sadness. And at the same time, I have the tools to process myself through it. That's, that's what I'm trying to give is like, I've got tools that help you process that stress, that process that emotional roller coaster that we're all on. But I think ignoring that you're on an emotional roller coaster, I think is, is potentially a disservice um, to people. Now, that's my leadership style. Maybe your leadership style isn't that. Um, but I think for, for, in, for anyone, you know, this is not a time to contract. It is a time, I believe, to go inward, as I mentioned kind of in the beginning, is to take the time and space to become more of who you are meant to become, like do the inner work, right? I, I, I did a, a, a quote post where I was like, this is great. I'm glad you're spring cleaning your closets and your garages and your cabinets. Um, however, are you spring cleaning you? Are you taking inventory of what's going on right now? What are you capable of? What are you triggered by? What is coming up? I mean, all of our old stories are totally getting triggered, whether it's inside of our behaviors around food, our behaviors around action and work and hustle, or our behaviors around relationship, our behavior, you know right? Everything's getting triggered. And if we're just going to move through this, like, oh, no big deal. I'm, I'm fine. This isn't phasing me. I would, I would take a deeper look. And I'm not saying you need to struggle through this. That's not what I'm saying. But I do feel like I, what I'm, I'm looking for in leadership is some sense of transparency um, and authenticity and just realness, just be real, just be a human being right now. And, and so, uh, whether you are called, I think it's a matter of following your intuition. And I know that can be a hard thing, especially if you're completely consumed by ego. Um, like if your loudest voice is egoic versus higher self and like inspired action, uh, you're going to probably behave in, in, and respond to fear and respond to, I look like crap on video, so I'm not going to show up today or I, nobody wants to hear from me. Those are all egoic stories, right? And, and so I think if you are called, if your work in the world, no matter what it is, is still important to you, then it's important to someone else and it can serve someone else. So show up, right? And it can be like, get, in, get busy on, you know, posting your social media or show up on a live or just reach out to 60 people um, privately and say, hello, and how are you? You know, like whatever it, it means to you to show up, whatever it means to you um, to be a self-lead and be a leader, uh, I think is what's most important right now. And in some days I don't want to show up, like I just want to go get quiet. And I also think there's space for that. I think there's space for us to do the kind of get quiet and be on our own. I mean, there's mornings where, I mean, I do a lot of meditation. I do recommend that for everyone. Uh, and I know some people are like, oh, I can't do that. My, my mind races. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's the problem. If you don't meditate, the mind doesn't ever stop. So, you know, so, so it's another tool. It's another way to access 
the, the creativity, the inspiration, the rightness of your next move um, is to get quiet enough to hear it. Uh, and, and one of the simplest things you can do and what I've learned by other mentors is just stop and ask yourself, what, what's my next step? What's my next step? And then just do it. Just take the next step. You know, and if it's right to this morning for me, then one of my next step is wake up, get dressed, get my hair done. I have a podcast at 845, you know, like, um, you know, that's my next step. Just show up for this and be here and be present. And, uh, and then what else is on my calendar? And if there's nothing on my calendar, which sometimes can get people uh, in a little trouble because then they have this white space, they have this space to deal with, or they think they have a whole lot of time right now. And I, and, uh, and I, I also caution people to fill up that time with busy work because that's also an avoidance tactic. It, you know, you gotta just kind of make sure that's not what's going on. Um, but when you have that white space, ask yourself, like ask the universe. I call, I, I subscribe to Gus. Um, my belief is in Gus, God, universe, source. And, uh, and just, you know, ask for the guidance. He's, he's there to mentor just as well, you know? So um, that's my advice is don't shrink. Um, but, you know, having quiet time and, and, you know, working through your own emotions and sadness is perfectly fine. That's not shrinking. That's taking ownership of where you are. And then maybe the next day you can show up and express your story and, and, and speak to it. Right. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. It's just a matter yes. of, you know, I, I think it's not about contraction, it's about expansion. And so do things that expand you. That's what I would recommend. Yes, that's really good. Well, um, I, one thing I wanted to make sure that I asked you a very essential question. If you had to do this all over again, what would you do differently? Um, my, my journey, you mean? Your or journey, like how you got to where you are today. Uh yeah. Um, I would probably have to be cliche and say I wouldn't change a thing <laughs> because, um, because I think everything is perfection. I think everything is on purpose to, uh, to teach us what we need to teach. And I think like right now you get to choose your experience always of life. And so I've chosen my experience all the way along, whether I liked it or not. I may have unconsciously chosen experience that was not so pleasant back in my early years. And then later, as I became more conscious, I started to choose the experience and, and live life accordingly. And, uh, and so you get to choose your experience of what's happening right now and whatever happens next and all of that. And that's going to make you feel best. And so... Uh, I also believe that what I am, what I've always gone through, the things that I've experienced um, and created and been a part of and been witness to uh, has been preparation for the next thing, right? The next me. And, and so if I took all of that away, I would be, I mean, wh when am I going to learn the lesson? It's kind of like, I got to move through the lesson. So like pay attention, you know, like open up for the lesson and um, and so I, I don't live in regrets, but I think that comes when you take full personal ownership of your life, which I think is, is fundamental, uh, and, um, and also forgive yourself, right? Forgive yourself for 
things that you would not choose today. It's like, if you look back and there's plenty of things I wouldn't say yes to that from this vantage point, but I can't get to this vantage point without that contrast, without that knowingness. So did I choose things that I wouldn't do today? Absolutely. And I wouldn't change it because then what, who would I be today if I didn't recognize that I wouldn't choose it? Does that make sense? It's kind of like, yeah. you have to have the experience and in order to know you didn't like it. <laughs> so, um, so I think this is just all preparation for who I'm becoming and it's going to, it's, I'm writing my book. So I'm like, it's all part of the story. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great question. Well, well, thank you so much for sharing with us today and uh, just being open about your journey and um, sure. all the things that the condensed version, I'm sure, of all <laughs> the things that it took to get you to where you are today. So sure. to any of our listeners that um, have more interest in learning more about you and the work that you're doing, um, and I'll make sure to put this in the description, but can you please share um, you know, your website and how they can um, connect with you. Yes, for sure. So bravemasters with an S.com is, uh, or, or Jenna Rodriguez.com. They both go to the same place at this moment um, is uh, the best place to connect. And I'm Jenna Rodriguez on all of my social media platforms. So please connect. And I've got free resources. I've got the 14 ego tricks on my website. I've got um, you can schedule a call with me if you want to learn more about my mentorship or, you know, or just have a breakthrough session. I've, I have a free Facebook group. So there's plenty of, of opportunity to, to get into my world a little bit more, um, you know, raise your consciousness and, and obviously become more, uh, you know, in tune with what you want and how to get there. And um, yeah, and I'm just honored to be a part of your audience and, and community. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Well, we are. And that's it for this episode of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. If you haven't already rated and reviewed my show, leave your feedback. Do that today. Whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, your review shows off your fan status and helps other future listeners find this podcast. I love hearing from my listeners and I would love to hear from you. Send me a note at hello at the entrepreneurhappyhour.com. Until next episode, I'll see you over on the Entrepreneur Happy Hour Facebook community.